in a world without football. I wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't prepared for this. I was so caught off guard. What? Welcome, everybody, to the Barely Athletic Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your host, Bryant the Boom Corgan, uh, joined, as always, by Andrew the Diabetic Dynamo Dobes and Brendan the Producer Pika. We are getting ready for football, and today we have a fun, short episode of our season predictions episode with some some fun questions. It's fun. You'll be able to uh, hear what we think about certain players uh, and, you know, getting... Getting ready for the NFL season. Yeah. People are finishing out their drafts. Here are some players to think about. Mm-hmm. Just to get excited about, you know? Just to get just excited. A, just a little something before the season starts, before we get into our, you know, week one previews and waiver wire stuff and all that. So, gets the little, people going. Gets the people going. All right. Uh, and because I like testing out fun voices, yeah. I will ask these questions with a fun voice. Uh, so starting out, who will score the most fantasy points total this season? Nice. Uh, my pick is Saquon Barkley. Ooh, uh, you know, I think Barkley. Christian McCaffrey is the obvious choice. And yeah. honestly, Saquon Barkley is probably cheating as well. Um, but no, I love his involvement in this offense. Uh, this team did invest in making this a better offensive line. Uh, and I think Danny Dimes is commanding more Danny respect Dimes, as a passer. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think he will be able to make defenses stay honest. Mm-hmm. I think Saquon Barkley off of his injury is going to be strong, healthy, angry. And when this guy <laughs> plays football, it is terrifying. It's he's a, he's a month. It's like watching a lion hunt a gazelle. The it's guy just knows what he's crazy. doing. He's a machine. The dude's calf muscles are the size of my face. Okay. That doesn't take much. You're a pretty small it guy. Doesn't, I'm a pretty, I mean, I'm, that small i feel like saquon barkley is eating burritos your size he probably has he probably has that's a good pick think go a thousand one thousand like mccaffrey last year yeah thousand receiving uh i don't think he can do that receiving i don't think he'll be involved enough in the offense uh that was actually one of the biggest regressions he had last season was his involvement in the offense but Does he have the talent? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, but I don't think he'll have the involvement for a thousand, a thousand. But I do think he will crush it with rush yards this season. There you go. Well, I had to cheat and pick McCaffrey. Wow, that's, that's stupid. A, it's what a, a dumb answer. <laughs> Are you serious? It's a no. It, it's a no oh brainer. I mean, God, I, what it, a lame. Oh, I know, right? I'm I know. mad at you. That's stupid. Do you want You're me to mix dumb. it up? You want me to mix it up? Yeah. You want me to go? Christian McCaffrey. Stupid. Want me to go Lamar Jackson? Oh, I gotta hate you. I can make an argument for Lamar Jackson. Oh, he did it last season? No. You no. Dummy. He's gonna throw he's gonna throw he's gonna get way more yards and passing touchdowns. He's gonna regress on the rushing TDs, rushing yards. Uh I, I guess rushing yards, I should say, not rushing TDs. I believe that in the red zone he can he probably just take it himself. But I could see Lamar Jackson being the highest scorer. He's working on his passing. NFL is figuring out his. Oh, he's working on his passing. He's working on his passing. That's good because he's a quarterback. He's going to do that a lot more than last year because, like you said, we can't have nice things. Lamar Jackson just can't run around the field this next year. Hey, Brendan, here's a question for you. (laughs) (laughs) We're starting out great. I want to call out some bullshit. Who will score the most fantasy points total this season? Andrew gives the two best players from last season. (laughs) No. (laughs) I think that's some baloney. Yeah, okay. And I demand he gets crap for it. We had to start out 
Nice and easy. A nice easy question. To God, get you. It starts out easy, and then it just drops off hard. We're gonna get yeah. into some crazy. I mean, I do just want to point out right before we started this episode. Yeah. Uh, I I I want to quote Andrew saying here. What I, said, what did I, say? I didn't realize how hard these questions were until I started answering them. <laughs> no, not this one. Not First this question: one. Who's gonna score the Christian most points? Oh, obviously. Christian McCaffrey, dude. Yeah, it's yeah. a no-brainer. Yeah, that's a, this is. It was just that's an easy question, just to get us in the mindset, God, and now God. we can start getting getting into Worst. some harder questions. All right, moving on from yes, your nonsense, please. we have. <laughs> Who is the most overrated fantasy football player this upcoming season? Mm-hmm. Andrew, you can probably already guess who mine is. Amari the Pooper Cooper. Wow. Wow. He is so overrated. Wow. And, and here's why. Let me paint a picture. Go for it. Every season, I'm not if you own him, you hate him. You know, he's not a player you want to own. At the end of the season, he is always a top 10. He puts up huge numbers every season. Yeah. It does not feel like it if you own Amari Cooper. Uh, And this season, it only got worse for him. There was more talent put into this Cowboys offense. I don't think Amari Cooper is going to have the same target volume he had. He's going to be sharing with Michael Gallup, who I think is an incredible receiver. He has CeeDee Lamb in this offense competing for targets. And Blake Jarwin, a breakout tight end, in my oh-so-humble opinion, vying for attention. Uh, Amari Cooper, I'll give you this. He's a really good player. He's just not going to get the focus he needs to be what people are expecting him to be. I don't think he's going to get that. I think he's overrated, overdrafted, and not a player I want. Yikes. Well, I'm going to go with someone that that you like. Oh, let's hear it. Odell Beckham Jr. Okay. Overrated (laughs) player. People still think back to his glory oh, days where so he can watch. These are major cop outs. Are you no, kidding me? It's not a major cop out. He's actually overrated. How is that a cop out? He's super overrated. People are putting him in, in top 15 rankings. That's ridiculous. He finished 25th last year, just above Jameson Crowder. So, stat wise, you're telling me that Odell Beckham's the same as Crowder. Which, I mean, that's the truth. That's um, the, he fit. What? I'm going to disagree with you. I love Odell Beckham Jr. this yeah. season. He had a sports hernia. Uh, he had a sports hernia last season. Yeah. Uh, he did have a full off season to recover. That is a notoriously tough injury for wide receivers to play with. And it was with a Baker Mayfield led offense who did struggle. Mm-hmm. I really like. <laughs> He's still on the Browns. I like Odell Beckham. He's still uh, on the Browns curse. Yeah, yeah. Jarvis I dig Landry. him. I dig him more than you do. Jarvis Landry's a better receiver. Shut up. Are you serious? I'm serious. I'm going to fight you. Jarvis Landry is the better receiver on this Browns team. He's more consistent. He puts up more touchdowns. He's the better receiver. I think Odell Beckham going in like the third round just way overrated overrated he's a guy i'm avoiding on all my teams all my leagues if you didn't have diabetes i would come yeah. to your house and beat you yeah uh <laughs> our next question is who is in Two your oh so humble opinion mm-hmm. most underrated fantasy oh, football player this season just gonna hate me <laughs> i mean i already do andrew let's hear it i'm already mad <laughs> are you ready oh, i'm trying to be 
It's just, do you need another second? Nope. No, you're good? I'm good. Miami Dolphins, number one receiver, Devontae Parker. Hugely underrated. Hugely underrated. He was the 11th best wide receiver last year. He still put up numbers, even when Preston Williams was playing. He's on an exciting offense with the Gunslinger or Tua. Whichever one you prefer. I guess whichever one Flores prefers. <laughs> and he, he had a great end to the season. I mean, that's obviously when Preston Williams was out. There was a lot less competition. Devontae Parker is is a great talent. He's finally showing some of his potential that he had. Uh, I just... Him being ranked lower than a wide receiver like Odell Beckham, it's just crazy to me. It's just crazy to me. Devontae Parker's putting up huge numbers, and he is the guy in Miami, especially with not the best-looking run game. So, yeah. Yeah, no, I don't think that's crazy. I think that is a legitimate pick. Uh, he was on fire last season, uh, and right now he's being drafted like he didn't do that at all. He, he's, so He's being drafted lower than <laughs> T.Y. Hilton. Yeah, no, I, I absolutely see where you're coming from Crazy, with that. So man. I see it. Uh, my yeah. pick is David Johnson. Um, he's not the most sexy pick. I absolutely get that, but he is solid. Carlos Hyde was a legitimate fantasy football asset last season. I had him. And yeah. he is not a talented, <laughs> he's yeah. not a talented running back. Uh, David Johnson was traded to this Houston Texans team. He will have this backfield. And I'm pretty sure Bill O'Brien will be looking for a way to make it seem like he did not make a huge mistake. Uh, Carlos Hyde was tied for the 11th most carries in the NFL last season. David Johnson should step right into that. Mm. And I think David Johnson is much more talented than Carlos Hyde, uh, both as a rusher and as a pass catcher. Um, there is much less wide receiver talent <laughs> in in Houston these days. Yep. And I do think they will utilize David Johnson's pass catching ability. And I think he will be a safety blanket and a focal point for Deshaun Watson. So I love the involvement in the offense. This is going to be a really solid team. And David Johnson is a really solid running back. Uh, people just, they're kind of tossing him aside as an afterthought. Nobody's excited for David Johnson. But I think his floor is a really solid RB2, and his upside is an RB1. We've seen it. He can get back there, and this is a good team. I'm not going to disagree with that. That's As long as he stays healthy, he's going to play really well, especially because he's going to be the focal point on this Houston team. And a lot's routing on him being good, because O'Brien, man, what, uh, what is that? So I, can, <laughs> what is I like that? that pick. I like that pick. Uh, here is a interesting category. Who is yeah. your pick for biggest regression player? Uh, you want to go first on this one? I'll go first. This one was too easy. Uh, Aaron Jones. Oh, it's okay. Um, super, super easy. I mean, yeah. I think that's probably the most obvious one for uh -huh. anybody. Um, you know, he blew the world off on fire. <laughs> well, there it is. He blew the world off on fire. Uh, he was crazy last season. He was scoring touchdowns left and right, led the NFL in rushing touchdowns. Uh, he's a monster. So I don't think he'll do that again. Mm -hmm. I do think there will be a return to balance in Green Bay. Rodgers will be more involved. Adams will be more involved. And they drafted A.J. Dillon. Mm -hmm. I, I think he will be more involved as well. Aaron Jones should still be a solid running back. 
Um, but I think he's regressing in a major, major way. And it sounds like you feel the same. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, that's who I have as well. If you want me to pick someone else, I can. I can kind of just try no, to come up no, with someone I'm good quick. With that. I could. I could say Derrick Henry. Well, do what makes you happy, my friend. All right. Uh, really quick, I'm going to say Derrick Henry on this one. Um, he's, I think he's going to go from a top five running back like it was last year to a lower top ten. He's still going to put up crazy numbers. He's still going to be a solid RB1, but he's not that involved in receiving. So you, he really needs to rely on these rushing yards and rushing touchdowns. Um, he's He's got to carry the workload again this year, and NFL defenses are going to try to figure that out. So I you shouldn't pick him as a top five is all I'm saying. Yeah, I I dig it. Our next question is who is the most improved player when 2020 season is all done? Nice. In my opinion, I have James Conner. Uh, this is a that's you know, a I, risky pick. It's a super risky pick, a risky pick. But we've seen what a healthy James Conner is. You know, we remember when he took over for Le'Veon Bell and was amazing oh, for fantasy right? football. Yeah. Um, you know, this is a really good offense with a fantastic offensive line. Whoever the running back is will have, you know, top 10, top 15 upside mm -hmm. in this offense. Uh, James Conner's done it. We've seen it. If he's healthy, I think it'll be him. I think he will be a league winner if he's healthy this season. So in my opinion, James Conner is the lottery ticket. Nice. All right. That's a really interesting pick. Uh, I'm going to go with Marquise Brown from the Baltimore Ravens. Ooh. We've seen his high upside. We've seen basically his ceiling week one last year against Miami where he put up almost 150 receiving yards, two TDs. After that, he kind of fell off. He didn't have to get another 100 receiving yard game. Um, only six more touchdowns after that. He needs to be consistent, and he needs to stay away from the injuries. That's what hurt him last year uh, with l my prediction on Lamar Jackson not rushing as much. I think Marquise Brown has that upside of being a what I would call a poor man's Tyreek Hill. He's a speedster. He's going to catch those deep passes. Um, so I'm going to go Marquise Brown. I think that he can – he has potential because he finished, I think, let's see, he was – number 46 among wide receivers last year. I could see cutting that in half being top 20, top 25. Yeah, I think that's a great pick. And I think you are right on the money. I think that's spectacular. Uh, our next question is, who do you think has the best draft value? Andrew, I'd like to hear who you say. Go go ahead. Yeah, so my best draft value uh, I had as Antonio Gibson. And I feel like that's cheating now. That has gone... It's gone up. He went from basically undrafted to now being drafted in the seventh round uh, after Adrian Peterson has gotten let go and uh, and the whole Darius Geis issue. Um, so those two are gone. The third-round pick, Gibson, uh, looks to be fighting for that that top spot in the depth chart. Um, he He's a receiving back, which is really what you want out of running backs these days. Seventh round is, is a really good option for a high-ceiling player. So... Um, I got Gibson. Yeah, no, that's a great pick. Uh, I picked Keenan Allen. That's he is a, currently the, the sixth pick of the fifth round. Uh, I think that's great value. 
Um, Keenan Allen is a spectacular wide receiver. We've seen it. He's a technician. Is he the fastest? No. Is he the biggest? No. He is but, pretty big, though. Damn, what? Yeah. He's not that big. Oh, he's right. tall. He's yeah, yeah. He's lengthy. He's lengthy. He's got yeah. lengthy arms. There you go. Okay. Uh, I think the term is gangly. Gangly. Yep. <laughs> that's, um, you know, that's what they that's what they call him. Gangly Allen. Gangly Allen. Yeah. Uh, he is a fantastic wide receiver. Like I said, he's a technician. He relies on route running uh, and separation. He is a fantastic player. And he is the focal point of this offense. Mm-hmm. Tyrod Taylor is new to the system. He wants to throw to someone he can count on. And that's going to be Keenan Allen. Uh, Mike Williams is out of the picture. Right now, he is hurt. Yep. Uh, and it's going to be Hunter Henry. He's going to be fighting for targets with. And that's we all know with Henry. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I think Keenan Allen is going to be, you know, we've seen him be top 10. We've seen him be top five. You know, I think right now, I think he's a draft day steal, and I think he would be a really solid wide receiver too. Yep. And truthfully, I would not be surprised if he is a wide receiver one at the end of the season. That's, yeah, that's a really good point. I, I was about to go Keenan Allen, but I decided to throw a running back in there. Uh, he's, like you said, fifth round. There's players like like Odell Beckham, like I said, third round. Juju, fourth round. I, I can see the argument made for Keenan Allen being drafted before that like i i would put i would put him before that he finished i think sixth last year among wide receivers he's solid man you i mean he's spectacular 1200 yards six tds over 100 receptions i he's being extremely overlooked this year just because of the change in the offense I was going to put him with the underrated fantasy player uh, yeah i didn't want to put him in multiple spots they're kind of the same they're kind (laughs) of the same so yeah Good pick. Yeah. Really I good pick. dig it. Uh, and this next one was an easy one for me. Best rookie performance. My yep. pick is Jonathan Taylor. Um, you know, even if he wasn't an awesome, awesome individual, uh, this Colts team has a awesome, awesome offensive line. Um, you know, I think you could put really anybody behind that offensive line. You'd have a stellar running back. But Jonathan Taylor was a monster. He was a tank of a human being at Wisconsin. And uh, the Badgers are near and dear to my heart. So there is an emotional attachment to Jonathan Taylor. Uh, but he, you know, he puts it up. He puts up numbers. When he's running, he is a wrecking ball. I love Jonathan Taylor. I do think he'll be able to do some serious damage. Uh, and truly, the biggest question is, how long will it take before he beats out Marlon Mack? Yeah. Week one, they face the Jaguars, who clearly gave up on the season. So Jonathan Taylor <laughs> goes out there and just beats the crap out of the Jaguars, it might be the Jonathan Taylor show moving forward. Yeah, so. I don't think it's going to take long for, for Taylor. <laughs> no, Especially no, I don't think so either. <laughs> Max injury history. Uh, that's a really good one. I For some reason, I thought you were going to go with the most obvious, which is Clyde. Um, that's that's a really obvious one. And guess what? I didn't pick him. Wow. It's crazy. I know. You, you thought I would go for the most obvious one. <laughs> I went with another Colt. I went Michael Pittman. Wow, Andrew, Michael I'm surprised Pittman. by you. I, I went a little different there. This I is think guy, you're wrong, but it's a guy I, like I really, it. really, really like. He fits this offense so well. He's big bodied. He's gonna catch those contested passes. He's he's the he's the new Keenan Allen for Philip Rivers. He's that red zone guy. <laughs> Keenan Allen's not a big body. <laughs> he's a, he's a red. Basically, he's. <laughs> 
<laughs> he's like Mike Williams. He's got the same. Uh, well, <laughs> I don't know. No, he, Michael Pittman is the the big body that that Philip Rivers likes. He's the type of receiver that Philip Rivers likes. Um, I can see a lot of red zone receptions for Pittman, uh, and that's going to be huge. So it's a it's a it's a little bit bolder of a pick, but it just to me all the puzzles are the puzzle pieces are fitting for Michael Pittman in this offense. All right, and I do want to point out uh, Keenan Allen is six two. Oh boy, Mike Williams is six four, mm-hmm. and Michael like Pittman. And let's find out. He's Here like we six, go. Five. Six four, Mike six, Williams four. exactly. Okay. So Williams put that in your pipe and smoke it. But he's a he's a receiver that <laughs> he's a receiver that Philip Rivers likes. Is all I'm trying to say. Yeah, no, I agree. I think Pittman could be great. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it'll be this year, uh, but he's somebody I am really excited to draft in if the he years. Gets to the come. opportunity, if he gets the opportunity over Paris Campbell. Yeah, tough year for rookie receivers, but yep. we've seen them excel in the past. Mm-hmm. Uh, our next question is guilty pleasure player. Uh, so these are players that you keep ending up with because they bring a smile to your face. Uh, I pick two. Uh, these are players when people ask me why I like them. You know, I have reasoning for it, but it's a gut feeling. It's, it's really something I something I feel in my bones. Mm-hmm. Uh, my first one is Preston Williams. This is a really good player. He's six four, a big bodied player like Andrew like loves. Williams. Um, no, Preston Williams, he was the wide receiver one before Devontae Parker broke out last season. Uh, and Devontae Parker only broke out because Preston Williams was hurt. Uh, this offense took a step forward. And last season, the Dolphins realized they weren't a laughing stock anymore. They yeah. could fight back. Uh, and Preston Williams, I think, will be a big part of that. He's fully recovered from his injury. Uh, and I think he's going to be a huge part of this offense mm-hmm. with Devontae Parker, Preston Williams, Mike Gesicki. I think Fitzpatrick is going to have fun. I think he's going to crush it. I'm excited for Preston Williams. And my second guilty pleasure player is Cam Newton. Oh, boy. This is a guilty pleasure. I I had Cam Newton as my fantasy quarterback when he was the MVP of the league. And that was so much fun watching Cam Newton dominate. Cam Newton's pissed. He was let go from the Panthers I would argue unceremoniously. I think that was <laughs> not right. a cool move, but it, it, I get it. It wasn't the best. Yeah, it was a dick move. We'll, we'll, uh, just, we'll put it that way. Um, so he's got something to prove. He's playing on a one-year prove-it deal with the Patriots, and Bill Belichick is going to let him do it. If there's one thing I can say about Belichick, other than being a cheater, is he knows how to use his players. He really knows how to, you know, a play to the strengths of his team. This guy made LeGarrette Blunt a fantastic running back. You know, he turns players into extraordinary players because he lets them do what they're good at. Cam Newton, he's not the best thrower. Can he do it? Yes. <laughs> Would you want him to? Probably not. But he can run the ball like nothing. He is a huge man, and he's one of those players you see him on the field. He looks like a lineman. He's massive. He's just going to torch, torch the NFL. Yeah. You know, I think he could get, and this is going to be, this is going to be a little hot, but a Lamar Jackson light season. So that's, okay. I can absolutely see that. And that seems like a stretch, 
but I truly feel Cam Newton can get some magic going in New England. He's done it before. He had crappy receivers his NFL MVP Man, season. That was his prime, though. That was in his Oh, prime. I, I know. And I'm not expecting him to get NFL MVP this season. I'm just saying, if you can get 85% of that, he's right now he's undrafted or he's going very, yeah. very late. Yeah. This guy's a That's superstar. A you know, there's certain players that are superstars, and he has it. He's pissed. He's hungry. He's on a team that will allow him to be himself. And their defense is going to be bad this season. They've had a bunch of defensive players opt out due to COVID. So they're going to need an offensive maverick. That's yep. Cam Newton. I think he has top five quarterback upside. He's my guilty pleasure. Low low risk. He's super cheap. And the sky is the reward. Mm-hmm. He can do it. Well, I do like those uh, high upside players. And that's why my guilty pleasure, surprise, surprise, is Amari Cooper. Surprise, surprise. You you talked about how Amari Cooper owners just were super upset with him. I loved it. I loved every second of it. It was the highest of highs, lowest of lows. Because you're dumb. It was great. I'm willing to take that risk again. Uh, there is a lot of competition, though, with Michael Gallup and C.D. Lamb, first rounder. Blake Jarwin. Blake Jarwin. Up Elliot. and coming. But, I, I mean, he's still the number one receiver. Right, he just got paid a new contract, trying to prove himself, trying to show that he's worth that money. It's really just if you want to take that risk, and I'm the uh, the idiot that likes to do that. I'm the guy that likes to pick those high upside players, and if you do, you get rewarded like week five, two hundred twenty six yards and a touchdown. That's amazing. That's a that's a week winner right there. How do you do week four? Oh, week four, he was not good. Only forty eight rece- uh, forty eight receiving yards, <laughs> but. If he, I mean, I I want to say if he can find that consistency, but let's be honest, he really is never going to find it. So it's, are you going to take the risk with Amari Cooper, knowing that he's going to be a roller coaster? I, it's a yes for me. It's a yes. As long as I build a consistent team around him, I'm happy. But Andrew, again, have you seen the movie The Prestige? I've not. Oh, okay. Well, I'm not going to spoil it for you then. Um, But (laughs) it would not surprise me if Amari Cooper has an identical twin brother who's bad at football. And every other week they swap out. (laughs) It it, it could actually, yeah, I could see that. That would explain a lot. Yeah, exactly. It's crazy. But he's got insane talent. Uh, It's just got to be more consistent. And then I'm just all in. But he's the guy I had last year. He won me weeks. I loved it. That is the story of Cooper's life. Uh-huh. Uh, and our final segment is bold, bolder, and boldest. Here we go. I'll start. I'll go through all three. Go for it. Oh, here's my, wow. here's my bold right. prediction. Yeah. Preston Williams as a top 20 wide receiver. All right. Boulder. David Johnson is a top eight running back. You have made your case for both of them. Boldest. Matthew Stafford as a top five quarterback. Oh, I like that. I like, I like it that. a lot. Yeah, he's healthy. Kenny Galladay, Marvin Jones, TJ Hawkinson, Danny Amendola, angry Detroit Lions. Yeah. I like it. I think Matt Stafford's going to go crazy this season. Yeah, a lot of questions at running back. Got to look uh, look to the uh, passing game. Andrew, hit me with your bold, bolder, boldest. Oh, boy, get ready to Triple freak out. Uh, <laughs> I, I went <laughs> last time I did bold, bolder, and boldest. I went a little overboard. 
Yeah. Or overbold, if you will. <laughs> uh, I, I didn't. <laughs> I hate that. That's funny. I didn't. I didn't hold back again. Uh, my bold is AJ. <laughs> AJ Green will be a top ten wide receiver this season. Hate it. He is. I know. He has a whole, he had a whole year to recover. Again. He's got Joe Burrow as quarterback. If everything goes right, AJ Green can go back to his peak performance and be a top 10 wide receiver is going to be crazy. Again, I don't think any of these are going to happen, but that's a bold prediction. AJ Green, top 10 wide receiver. You want to hate me even more? Let's go bolder. Oh man, this one. Irv Smith will be a top 12 tight end this season. That was a very loud sigh. (laughs) It was a very loud sigh. You clearly disagree. Let's be honest, Kyle Rudolph. Love the man. Met him. Great person. He's not getting any younger. They, you got to start looking towards your your young tight end, Irv Smith. Uh, after getting rid of Diggs, looks like the Vikings are going to play a lot more of a two tight end offense. Kind of like what the Ravens did last year. And Irv Smith, man, he's he's talented. He's physical. Uh, he can kind of take some shares that that are missing with uh, without Stefan Diggs. So it's it's crazy. It's going to be a crazy world if Irv Smith gets top 12. But then again, if you think about it, it's not that hard to be top 12. All you got to do is get touchdowns. And I like when zone, your picks make me look good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But then again, you know, what if I'm right? How embarrassing is that going to be? I anyway, don't know. Probably anyway, just as embarrassing as picking Irv Smith I as a see, top 12 tight end. I could see Irv Smith getting a lot more targets in the red zone. Yeah, I could see that but too. again, I don't think it's going to happen. It's just a very bold statement. Okay, I just want to point out, these mm-hmm. things I'm predicting, I am expecting to happen. So I feel like you are expecting these to it happen. Could, it could happen. you don't want to own yeah. up to it. It's a prediction. It could happen. You want to get even bolder. <laughs> You want to go boldest. Okay, no, hold on, hold on. Put your seatbelt on. A prediction is when you think is going to happen. A yeah. guess is it could happen. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll put my money on the table. I, th- I think there's a chance that I'm going to predict that it'll happen. How's that? There you go, okay. <laughs> You won me over. Oh, man. I'm just stalling for this one. This is crazy. This is crazy even for me. Um, well, that wraps up our no, season. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, I got to do it. I got to do it. Damian Harris will come out on top as the number one running back for New England to finish as a top 15 running back to end the season. There you go. I don't think that's bold at all. That's not a no. top 15? He was like the lead running back in in preseason or in yeah, training in pre- camp. In training camp. I mean, he's sharing first round reps with Sony yeah. Michelle and it Damon Harris does have an injury right now that could put him out for week one. So Sony Michelle's gonna get most of the shares. But Damon Harris is a top fifteen, that's not crazy to you? That's bold. I can just see that happening very easily. And I apologize. Yeah. That is, is a, that is a ones, hot take. This I, is just one of the ones yeah. that you agree on. It's just one of those I'm so exposed to yeah. fantasy football that I'm like, 
yeah, I could see that happening. Yeah, sure. It's got a high upside. But <laughs> it's like living in New York. You see everything. You're like, oh, you just yeah, see everything that's, crazy. That's what happens. Yeah, yeah. You got urinating and on a train station. You're like, eh, it's oh, just a normal yeah. day. That's, I'm that's crazy. I'm okay. to work. Uh, <laughs> put things into perspective. Miles Sanders is 15th last year. Oh, so interesting. It's a hot take saying that that Harris is gonna put up Miles Sanders numbers top 15. So, man, well, Andrew, I love crazy. that pick. It's bold. I hate you. Yeah, uh, Andrew, man, that wraps up our yep. season predictions episode. Uh, thank you, everybody, so much for listening. Uh, if Guess you did enjoy, oh, what's our next episode? Guess Andrew? What next ep- the season starting in a couple days. We got week one coming up next. Week next one episode. coming up next. Week one predictions in a world. <laughs> Jesus, we're crazy. Oh man, we're crazy. Well, Everyone, thank you so much for listening to us ramble and yell at each other. We look forward to breaking down week one with all of you fine people. If you can do us a favor, please feel free to leave us a review on whatever platform you use to listen to us. Thank you, and we will talk to you next time.